few days, we're going to begin a new year with a lot of new faces, new voices leading our government. But for many years, no matter who is in the White House or which party controls Congress, most Americans are very pessimistic about our government. It seems that the words of former President Ronald Reagan, words he said 30 years ago, it seems that it becomes more accurate with each passing year. You remember them. The nine most terrifying words in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Those words are probably true about every government in the world. But the Bible tells us about a future government that God's people will not fear. That we will not fear. Because it will be the government of our Lord Jesus Christ. The future government over which Jesus will rule. The future government over which He will preside is a part of the Christmas story that sometimes gets overlooked. But it's a part of the angel's message to Mary. When the angel told her that she had been chosen by God to be the mother of God's Son, look at what was said. The angel said, And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there will be no end. Now that statement was really compiled from several Old Testament prophecies where God had promised he was going to send his Messiah. Well, one of the more well-known prophecies, one that's very uh, familiar to us at Christmas time is Isaiah chapter 9, verses 6 and 7. That's sort of been our unofficial theme for Christmas this year. I started, uh, I preached one message on it. The children's choir, the, we have sung about certain aspects of this. Let's read it one more time. Isaiah chapter 9, verses 6 and 7. For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace there will be no end. On the throne of David and over his kingdom, to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. The baby whose birth we celebrate this morning is no ordinary baby. He is King Jesus, the Son of God, who will one day return to this world and rule over an eternal government, a government that we can have absolute confidence in and never fear, never distrust because of who leads it. Just think, one day we can trust our government because 
King Jesus will rule over it completely. Look at this phrase from Isaiah. The government shall be upon his shoulder. One commentator said this may refer to how a king would sometimes wear a golden chain around his neck that hung down and rested on his shoulder, symbolizing his authority. When Jesus returns to this world, he is not going to come as he did the first time, as a vulnerable baby. He's going to come in power, in authority, as the almighty Son of God and the sovereign ruler of this world. His rule will be characterized by peace, not war, justice, not favoritism, and righteousness, never corruption. That leads us to another reason why we'll be able to trust this government, the government of Jesus. King Jesus will rule over it with the highest character. Look at the phrase again from Isaiah. To establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness. We live in a day where the character of leaders, it seems, just doesn't matter. It's been that way for quite some time. But deep down, we know better. And deep down, we really want better. And the day will come when we will get better because we're going to get a perfect leader. We're going to get a leader that we can trust because of who he is and because of what he does. Look back if you've got your Bible open in Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6 at the names or the titles that Isaiah prophesied would be given to Jesus. Think about what, think about the person Jesus is as well as the power that he has using these names. As wonderful counselor, he guides us with perfect wisdom. We can count on that. As mighty God, he protects us with his sovereign power. As everlasting father, he cares for us with unending love. Then as prince of peace, he provides us with peace with God and the peace of God which we looked at last night. It will not be difficult for us to trust the government of King Jesus because we will have absolute confidence in Him, in who He is, His character, in what He has done and is doing because He is God Almighty, God in the flesh. One day we'll be able to trust our government And never have to worry about it changing because King Jesus will rule over it forever. Look at one more phrase. Of the increase of his government and of peace, there will be no end. His government will always be growing and expanding 
but not like the federal government of the United States that's always growing, that's always expanding its bureaucracy. This government, the government of King Jesus, will always be, in the, be growing in the positive qualities of this king, growing in the positive qualities of, of peace, of justice, of righteousness. What Ronald Reagan said 30 years ago, he said it, there was truth, but it was intended to be funny, a lot of humor. But if you stop and think about it, there's too much truth in this statement. The nine most terrifying words in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. But the words of Jesus, none of them are ever scary They're comforting. For an example, in John 10, Jesus said, I came that they may may have life and have it abundantly. Now I must add that those words are only comforting to those who trust Jesus as their Savior and have already submitted to Him as their King. If you don't know Jesus as your Savior and as your King, I want to encourage you to turn to Him right now. There is no better day than Christmas Day for you to admit to God that you are in need of the Savior that He sent. Turn from your sin. Change your mind. Stop living for yourself. Ask God to help you. Put your faith, your confidence, your absolute trust in Jesus Christ that when He died on the cross, He paid the penalty for your sins. He did everything necessary for you to be forgiven by God, to be made a child of God. So call upon Him to save you now, this Christmas day. I want to conclude with the Christmas story summarized in one verse. For God so loved the world, He gave His only Son, that whoever believes in Him will not perish, but will have eternal life. And if you trust Him, or you will trust Him, there's no greater confidence, no greater comfort that you'll ever experience. King Jesus, we have confidence in Him. We always can. Let's bow together and thank Him for that now. Dear God, thank You so much for sending Your Son into this world to save us, to make us right with You, to make us Your children, Thank you, Father, that through faith in Jesus, we can be confident that our sins are forgiven. 
that you are our Heavenly Father. That you will enable us to experience peace with you now and for all eternity. We, your children, thank you and praise you for this greatest of all time gifts, the gift of eternal life in Jesus. And Father, we who are Christians, we pray right now and ask that you would move in the life of everyone in this room who's not a Christian to draw them to faith in Jesus and that today Christmas Day 2016 will be their day of salvation in Jesus name we pray